Are you someone with a dream, passion, and desire to become an entrepreneur? Hi, I'm Corey Mosley, and I'm on a mission to provide education and empowerment to aspiring entrepreneurs. If that's you, you're invited to join me every week as I talk with everyday entrepreneurs committed to beating the odds and building their businesses. Welcome to the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. I am super excited to have with me a well-known marketer and a true entrepreneur that has been working to build his business for the last 10 years. You know, I'm fortunate in these things to talk to people that I've worked firsthand with and that I have history with and I've seen also evolve in their own businesses. And my guest today is no different. John Tedesco is our guest on the podcast today. He's the founder and CEO creative director, chief designer, all things digital of Jam Graphics, a New Jersey web development and digital marketing firm that's also HubSpot certified as a digital agency. John, thanks for joining the show today. Sure, Corey. Thanks for having me. So listen, you, you know, we go back probably, I, I was thinking about it today actually before the show, maybe uh, almost close to 10 years, I'm going to say, seven, eight, we're in yes. that range. You had just started, you know, just started the business. So maybe a year uh, or two in. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty cool to see the evolution of it now. You know, I remember having those conversations and doing uh, FaceTime stuff, I think, in your study. I think it was like the off room, you know, uh, there was a treadmill. I remember treadmills in the background, things of that nature, when you were kind of a one-man band, so to speak, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the kids running around behind me, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, listen, there's a lot of listeners who that's their setup right now. And I want to talk about that for a second. I want to kind of just jump in. And, and talk about that. Now, your, your background in design, tell me a little bit about your background as a web developer. Web development came a little later uh, in my career. I, I worked in a product development company designing product for, for retail. And, you know, within that company, I did a lot of different things, including graphic design and commercial design and, you know, kind of experimented a little bit with website development in that company. We did a little intranet. We built tables. I kind of learned on my own. And, you know, at the same time, I was going to college. So I kind of changed up my direction while I was there to go more towards web mm. development. And about nine years in, I, I hit a ceiling at that company and felt like I wanted to do more with web design. I had side jobs and I had friends asking me for websites and I had friends, friends asking me for websites. So that's kind of what right. I really enjoyed doing. Um, and that's, that's why I went that direction. Now, how did you know that? For a lot of people, they deal, you hear people talk in the entrepreneurial community about, you know, passion, uh, destiny, uh, these type of things. How did you, what, what was that moment? Was there a moment when you were like, you know what, I, I want to be, I, I should be doing this. I should be doing this full time. I need to find a way to make this work. No, I don't think there was ever a moment when that, that ever occurred. It kind of just gradually you know, you, you leave college, you get a job, you need a nine to five, you need to make pay the bills and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, just somewhere along the way, you, you kind of gravitate towards the things that you really like to do and the things that you're really good at doing. And, you know, you develop that passion just by default, um, you know, and you want to learn more and you want to do more and you want to be up there and you're looking at the professionals doing it and it's amazing. And, you know, you kind of just go that direction. Um, you know, and there was never a moment where I said, I got to leave and I got to start my own thing. Never happened. So you had this evolution. You had one person asking then three people, then they tell somebody and you're really self-trained. So this also kind of debunks the idea that, oh, you know, Corey, I don't have enough. Uh, now you got to be good. Right. So you weren't yeah. building crap. Right. Let's say. But right. 
there's this thing where you know oh i i don't i don't have enough certifications i didn't i didn't i gotta get i gotta take 15 courses before i can go do something that that didn't necessarily make the difference between your competency or not right 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 i mean so my industry you're either good at it or you're not right right now how did you make the decision? So many people go, okay, I'm going to start a business. And then they go, because there's also this conversation about going big, right? So when you started, it was you and your den, right? Basically. Yeah, well, almost. I, you know, when I left the company that I was working for in New York, I had to, you know, and I have to say that I was kind of, I was kind of forced out. Um, I didn't kind of just leave to go and do this. So right. it really wasn't much of a choice. And I needed to make ends meet and I knew that I didn't want to work in that industry anymore. And I would love to work web design. And, you know, these companies were turning me down. I didn't have the experience I didn't have enough experience. I was making too much money. So I picked up two side jobs, two part-time gigs in two companies. One was a bookstore. One was a, a book manufacturer. One was a boiling bottling. Actually, it was a bottling company made soda. And that was four days a week. And then I did that right. two days for one, two days for another, one day for another. And I worked on my side jobs there. And that's kind of what I did to make ends meet. And eventually I was able to push those side jobs out and come home. Right. Stay. So why not? So when you said, oh, you know what? Maybe this is turning in full time. Why didn't you just go out, sign a big office lease and, you know, go to the bank and, and get $200,000 and uh, hire six people and just go, you know, go big. What? what's the deciding factor and how you move from a progression of kind of us having conversations in your, you know, side room to then, you know, fast forward, I think just a few years, I remember coming to your office and now you've got tenured people, people have been with you many, many years. Um, Talk to us about that transition and kind of how that came about over these last few years. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of evolution. You know, it was, uh, you know, working from home was great. I, after I left the side jobs, I worked from home and, you know, the projects that I was getting were, were great. They were financially great, you know, so I didn't have a need to run to the bank and get hundreds of thousands of dollars and get an office and hire people. I kind of figured, you know what, I'll just do this as I can. I don't like the idea of borrowing money for possibly nothing, um, you know, and that was a real scary part, especially when I had a mortgage and mm. kids. And, you know, I wanted sure. to make sure I didn't get in debt up to my elbows. So I had a lot of patience. I think it was, you know, I took every job I could get, you know, I, I worked with these clients and you know, it's, and eventually I had so much work I needed help. So I had to, I sublet it out of a real estate office with a friend of mine and I was able to, to get my first employee and he helped me a lot. We were able to work much faster and I was able to pick up more clients that way. Now, how, how many employees are you up to now? Well, actually now we're, we're back down to four. Uh, we were at okay. we were at seven. Well, we're five, including me. I consider myself an employee. Okay. I work along with them. But well, we if you don't seven. show up, that's probably a game changer, right? <laughs> right. It is. It definitely is. My vacations suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. Well, uh, welcome to entrepreneurship, right? You say yeah, you remind yeah, yourself every day. There's, there's no vacationing, but uh, maybe not if you don't write. I think. Um, you know, but we were at seven at one point. Um, one of my guys has just recently left to be a police officer. So that was like one of his uh, longtime dreams coming. So, right, uh, sure. But that worked out well because we're, we're working on a shift and we used to be all web design and development and now we've shifted mm. to marketing. So my need for talent in house is different. So what advice would you give somebody that's making that decision now that maybe they just started, they're thinking, hey, should I go 
you know, should I start expanding? What advice do you think based on your personal experience, you know, celebrating, getting ready to celebrate 10 years, congratulations, um, because we all know the statistics on, you know, the first five years and getting over the hump. So congratulations on that. So as you look to the horizon of 10 years, which for a lot of people is a mile away. And for some of us, it's moving. So, you know, I used to always get told when I was young, it's going to go fast. It's going to go fast. And you don't think about it when you're 20 or you're 22. But now as you get older, those days start to move faster. So for people, you know, thinking 10 years is a long time or, you know, what advice do you have for them in the area of making that decision to be a one man band and grow? Yeah, I would say a really good thing to keep in mind is to be very patient. You know, that's, that's really, really important. And I recently just had a conversation in passing with an accountant that works in the building that I have an office. And he, he was asking me a little bit about what I do and everything. And he said, you know, it sounds like you're really patient. He said, because I've got some clients that start out and they hit the ground running and they're out, they're driving their Porsches, they're, they're succeeding really fast inside of three, four years. And then they kind of burn out. And then the company can't stand and they're, they're spending too much money and they're not saving and they, they just don't have the patience to let it evolve on its own and they crash and burn. And then they end up having to do something else or go somewhere else or sell the car, you know. So it's really important to have patience, take it as very slowly as possible, you know, look at every single expense and, you know, make sure you can afford them one at a time instead of all at once. Gotcha. So more of the financial component, really paying attention to that than just, because some people are just blinded by their ambition and passion. You know, they have a lot of ideas and <laughs> you and I worked together a long time ago. There's no, it was no shortage of ideas pouring out. Uh, but so, so that's a good uh, financial component and some advice there. So let's talk about your craziest entrepreneurship moment. What would you, what would you say when you think about that? Well, I think, I think one of my, you know, recently just changed my idea on that, but um, I think one of, one of my craziest moments is just working with clients in face chat and FaceTime, that kind of thing, and working with them and with my kids in the background and having to raise my kids while my wife is at work so that we can make ends meet. And that's right. it's just really hard. And that was really crazy. I don't know for how long I did that, maybe for a couple of years. It was just being home with the kids was really, really difficult. I don't think I slept a wink because that was the time that I was able to work was through the late night hours. Right. Sure. Um, but I think one it of the makes me think of that guy. Did, did you see that, uh, that yeah. thing that was on the news where the guy was doing the big interview and the his kid kids come, come in. flying in the room and then the wife comes and snatches him up and, and he's trying to you know, talk about the impact of global markets on, on the yin. Yeah, uh, I think I got a lot. I, of I think about that. that. Yeah. What he should have did. <laughs> go ahead. I know. Finish your thought. Put it on his lap. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I think my, my craziest moment was, you know, stepping out of my wheelhouse of, you know, what my business was supposed to do. And what we were supposed to be doing was web design and development. And uh, a prospective client came to me and said, can you design a full curriculum of science textbooks from K through five? <laughs> so I actually remember that yeah. a few years ago. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I really spread myself thin there. And I took that job because, you know what, for three years, it was it was really grueling and definitely maybe not worth it now. But back then, it was it was a huge job. And it probably gave me the some financial backing that got me to where I am today. Um, right. But I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. And that's, I mean, when, sometimes you agree with this. Sometimes you just got to say yes. And then you figure it out. Right. I mean, know, that's just the truth. It's, yeah, it's no yes. Let's take the deal. And then and then we figure it out. Yeah, take the deal and figure it out later. But in the beginning, I would say 
take every job you can get because I'm actually benefiting from that today. I'm reaching out to all my older clients and we're doing marketing for them now. You know, and those older clients that hired me to do a website for whatever money it was, they're paying for little nominal hosting fees. They're more interested in the marketing and it's working and we're closing a lot of these older clients. So, you know, I got a nice little email list from back in the day that's, that's helping me today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the advice. Now we're moving on to our rapid fire, our entrepreneurs rapid fire question. We want to get some insights on you as an entrepreneur for our audience, John. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. First up, PC or Mac? Mac. What's your favorite credit card for small business? Amex Platinum. Are you a, uh, okay, had to throw that in there. Are you a physical planner guy or do you like to use digital for your planning? Uh, Digital. Favorite software to manage your business? Asana. Asana. Starbucks, Dunkin', or other? Starbucks. Starbucks. You're not supposed to say that, being from Jersey. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, card, or thank you, email? Thank you, card. Thank you, card. Old school. I like that. Mm. How do you you take in information? Hardcover, tablet, or audiobook? Tablet. What's your next big goal? A million dollars in a year. One day, and, and what's wait? And now I'm making everybody uh, memorialize that. Is 2018 going to be the year? No. Okay. Well, you don't know that yet. 2018 is not over yet. <laughs> no, it's it's true, but uh, yeah. Okay. 2018 is not over yet. Okay. 2017. And last one. <laughs> well, 2018. The audience listening to this is 2018. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So see, I'm giving. See, I'm giving you 2018. I'm putting the energy out there for you. So sometimes they say you have to. Uh, believe in other people that believe in you before your belief kicks in. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that. So, all right. Final question. One day with any mentor, who would that person be? John Bush. Jo- who is that? <laughs> He's not anybody famous. Does it have to be someone famous? <laughs> no, I guess it does not. That's, okay. that's a good well, you, point. You should have said anybody <laughs> famous. If you want somebody. No, famous. no, no. That's no, no, that, that's good. Just for the audience, <laughs> who is that? What is and why would you? Why would he be your pick of anybody? Uh, because he's a, he's the owner and the CEO of a medical transportation company in New Jersey, and an unbelievable visionary. Okay, awesome. I, I feel. I mean, I feel like we could probably get to him if we wanted. Did you want me to say Corey Mosley? <laughs> no, no, no. Of course. Well, I'm accessible, but I think. I, I mean, I think I might get John Bush for you. Let me let me work on that. Let me see what right. I can do. That that sounds attainable. <laughs> if you wanted a celebrity, I would have said Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Okay, interesting. No, it didn't have to be celebrity. Good. No, it's your mentor, not who who I would pick for you. So, uh, okay. Our final segment: entrepreneurial trivia. This is the point of the show where. I'm going to ask you an entrepreneurship trivia question. Now, if you get it right, I'm going to donate $25 to the charity of your choice. If you get it wrong, my charity is picking up $25. All right. Are you ready? Sure. And it's multiple choice, by the way. So I wanted to be, I wanted to give you a fighting chance. (laughs) Okay. So of the three options, which country has the most entrepreneurs per capita? Here are your choices. Uganda, Thailand, or Brazil? That's, I, I want to say Thailand. Final answer? Yeah. Okay. Thailand is not the right answer. So right. thankfully, uh, the KLM Foundation of uh, Virginia will be picking up $25, but the correct answer sure. is Uganda. 
with 28.1% entrepreneurs per capita. So you wow. just learned something new there. Sure. John, for people who are looking to get web development work, get advice, work with you, learn more about your company, tell us where should they go to do that? Jamgraphics.com. That'd be great. <laughs> and that's spelled J-A-M-G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S. Okay, good. It's not the G-R-X anymore. No, <laughs> you can get there from that, but I bought that domain as soon as uh, they went out of business. How about social media? Are you available on social? Uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. So make sure to check out John Tedesco, Jam Graphics, jmgraphics.com. John, thank you for joining the show today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Corey. I appreciate it. This concludes another Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Mosley. Make sure you join us online at fearlesswithcorey.com. And remember, keep the mind sharp, the vision clear, the resolve strong, and you will make it. I'll see you next time. Are you still there? I just want to say thank you again for listening to this podcast. Our podcast is distributed to several different sources like iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, plus, of course, our own website. And it would mean so much to me if you liked the show to leave a review. It, of course, helps to build our popularity, but it also helps us come up in search engines so we can reach as many entrepreneurs as possible. So can I count on you to leave a review? I know I can. Thanks again, and I look forward to sharing with you next week.